he brokered a deal where I would be where Juju would follow me from the show account and I would trade him Kyler Murray. <gasps> and Kyler Murray got hurt after the trade and after he followed me. And Kyler Murray just came back the first game. And so it's been. <laughs> I felt so bad. I have Carson Wentz getting me for like five points as a starter. Holy shit. Who even knew you could do those kind of deals? Hey, I'll give you, but then you've got to get so and so to get so and so to follow me. <laughs> That's crazy. It was after Juju's uh, rant on fantasy trading, but I traded from first place. Oh, yeah, Pam, me and you go head-to-head again this week. Yeah, we not do. Ravens, not Ravens and Steelers, but fantasy. But in fantasy, mm-hmm. You know, I, lock, I locked up the playoff spot. Maybe I'll just sit all my starters and let you get a win. I beat Mark this week, um, which has got to be a gut punch because his team is good and my team sucks this season. He was That was his playoff chances this last week, I think. You might have <laughs> spoiled him. Right. No wonder uh, he didn't talk to me today. He was like, whatever. You've won like four games the whole season and you just knocked me out of the playoffs. I think B, I think B, you beat somebody. Was it Flem or was it Chris? Whoever you were just playing this week. And I know you're not paying attention to your team. That's funny. <laughs> Um, I think Beep beat me without setting his team. Which I, is well, I haven't touched the. I haven't. I don't even have the app on my phone. Like I, I legit haven't set a lineup since I went on auto draft, and didn't touch the team since then. As soon as the draft is over, I uninstalled the application. So yeah, I I'm le- pretty sure you beat me. So thanks. Yeah, um, your auto draft was pretty good then. Yeah. In, in my family league, we have a ghost team from an account that nobody could figure out the password to or the email <laughs> to. And it just like some like my mom would take the Ravens fullback, Patrick Ricard. Hmm. Good callback, Beep. Um, take him <laughs> in like the third round as a starting running back. So the ghost team would get all these auto picks from the terrible management in the league. Um, Fortunately, I was able to find an owner for the team after I had to break it up a little bit, you know, do some trades. And since it's a keeper league, you know, we were <laughs> trade some draft picks. And, you know, <laughs> make it a little bit even. <laughs> so I've got the camera off right now uh, on Tuesday's local hour uh, to begin the show. They kind of talked about uh, Witty's uh, costume that he is doing as part of Death Sember. I'm going to get a big reveal here in just a moment. I know this is going to be great for uh, for our listening audience. Uh, welcome to Post Post Game, by the way. This is at Beep Count on Twitter. Uh, tonight, we've got uh, Capo in Baltimore, and we also have uh, Pam. That is uh, at uh, Halloween Basic on Twitter. And let me uh, – well, uh, Capo. No one can see that. I thought you said your your camera was off. Yeah, my my camera is off for for the visual. So I I'm gonna get your reaction to to this here. Uh, I know one of the poll questions on Tuesday was, uh, do you own a bow tie? Uh, and here we go. We're about to get the camera 
<laughs> open up here because I actually happen to own a few bow ties. Mm-hmm. And I know that this, this is actually thrilling, thrilling audio uh, for everyone out there uh, as the camera isn't even popping up yet. Webcam utility. Wootility. Kick, save, and abuse. So we actually have video now. And I don't know, maybe if, uh, if Pam or Cap can kind of describe what is going on here, we are going to actually tie a bow tie. Yeah, Here. a fancy like proper bow tie. Yeah, that that's that's all I own. I I don't. I think I own one like actual necktie, um, and I I haven't worn a tie in oh god, it's been ten fifteen years. I haven't worn a tie since high school. And the thing with the bow tie is you don't have to have it perfect. Like in fact, having a bow tie that looks sort of disheveled makes it a little bit better and we'll just kind of pop that out there it's very uh uva charlottesville to have on a bow tie (laughs) a lot of our docs wear bow ties yeah so So i have a little bit of a ptsd from from ties in general in in middle school we had like the crazy uh catholic nuns oh god that when you didn't have your tie tied properly, they, you would have to stand in front of the class while they tied your tie for you. Oh, and it, it was so embarrassing in middle school. Oh, so embarrassing. There we Is go. that a silk or satin tie, Beat? Uh, I, all of these are uh, 100% silk ties, so yeah. Of course they are. I mean, if you're going to wear a bow tie, it needs to be yeah. silk. So for it all of those... It looks really nice. Uh, this one is the classic tuxedo... Uh, black bow tie and very nice it always looks better when you just kind of open it up and pop that pop the top button and let the tie just kind of hang down we've got a few other ties here as well and again i know this is thrilling maybe we'll we'll put this on the uh we'll put this on the youtube so this one is the nice little uh red Mm. bow tie with the the white polka dots here we have uh, the bow tie that I actually wore for my wedding uh, is the nice little maroon and gold. Nice. I know for the uh, this one, just kind of the uh, the fun little Kentucky Derby. We're we're gonna get drunk, kind of checkerboard. Mm. Then we have nice little little pink and navy here. This one is love that. Yeah. And then, of course, for the holidays, we have the uh, Christmas presents and candy canes. Oh, and look at the Christmas bow tie, like that. Ew. We're gonna. It's cute. Don't it's you? Don't you? She hates Christmas. She's a Baja. Well, she hates Christmas until uh, present time. Presents, gingerbread <laughs> houses, shopping. Then suddenly, oh, it's not so you. bad. Beep. That's a pretty tie for a white guy. Walk to the ocean right now. <laughs> right now. And I, I can typically tie dry. I Capo, you're 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 killing me. So I know we've talked uh, a few times in the past about uh 
accents and dialects, and, and, and we'll we'll get to that uh, at at some point here uh, on the show. Uh, I I promise you. I know that that's uh, something that everyone has wanted. Um, but tonight I actually have uh, have a lopic, and it's a uh, it's a pick'em lopic, and I want uh, you guys to uh, to pick and choose the lopic that we're going to talk about today. Uh, I'm not going to give you what the lopic is. I'm just going to give you a letter that corresponds to that lopic. So you can either pick letter A or letter B. B. Okay, I can go with that, B. Okay, so letter B was what is your Mount Rushmore of holiday or Christmas TV commercials? The one, it's really old, but like the Folgers ones where the kid is, oh, $2, $4 actually, because that's my second time, um, <laughs> where the kid is like home from college or the soldier's coming home or, you know, and the mom like comes downstairs because she can smell coffee yes. and the son is waiting in the kitchen and the, yeah, teary, that, that, that has to be on there for me. So what are your other three then? Hmm. Um, uh, any of the Chick-fil-A commercials for the peppermint shake only because that peppermint shake is so good. It reminds me I better go get it while I can. That That's the best shake out. Actually, you know what? Second best shake. The best one out there is actually at Whataburger right now. It is the chocolate mint. Ooh. Oh, my God. It tastes like Girl Scout Thin Mints. And it oh. it is absolutely heavenly. I would love that. Unfortunately, Whataburger is not an option for me. What yet. what burger? Whataburger. Yes. Correct. What? Yes. What? Uh, what? What? Whataburger. How's right. your what a chicken? <laughs> that was my limited fake yeah. uh, eight seconds. Luke Perry. It's good. It's a good movie. <laughs> Um, let's see. We need more. Okay. So that's the, that's two. That's two. Yeah. Um, holiday. Polar bears. Did you guys oh the yeah. Bears? The Coca-Cola polar yeah. bears one. The Coke that's bears. Pretty, yeah. That's pretty iconic. Love a Coke bear. Are coked up polar bears just the Gronk brothers or the Jokic brothers? Mm, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Gotta be right. Who cares. Yeah. Bears. Well done. Well done. Hell yeah. Oh. So we got three. Shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip. Man, Ship. this is hard. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> Vivian's yelling that in the background, too. That's what she said. Let's see. I'm probably, oh, God bless. Probably for me, any of the Hallmark holiday movie commercials you know she was a small town girl who made it in the big city but now she's got to come home to help her grandma save the christmas tree farm and she runs into the boy that she had left behind and yeah you know yeah any yeah. of those i'm like oh what when's that on so that's those <laughs> any hallmark holiday movie commercial is on my mount rushmore gotcha Cap, do you have a list, or do you want me to fill a buzzer here? Oh, man. I'm sitting there trying to remember. 
like the polar bear one, I guess this is the only thing that just pops right out. It, this one that they have this year, it's like, I, I got, it made me sad. Um, where the little girl hides the, the snowman in the refrigerator all year long. You haven't seen it? And then she puts it back outside and then some nope. random person sees a whole family standing out front of their house in the snow. It's literally on right now. Can you see? I mean, we can see it, but I our can audience see, can't yeah. see it. Yeah. I don't know this commercial, though. I haven't seen it yet. It's on every, I don't know, sports show. Like, literally, I'm watching basketball in the background right now. You just got to keep up to date for the uh, our NBA listeners whenever Jeff needs me on. You guys frozen? Nope. Is it just Pam? Just you. I think, uh, I think Pam was frozen. But anyway, so the little girl, they're all just standing up from the house. She saves a snowman she, all year long in the freezer. And they take it up person she puts on the ground and just for some reason some person rides by on a bike and smashes it. And then all the family bends down and helps her put the snowman back together. Maybe cry. Oh, it's a T Mobile commercial. Hmm. That's a good Wow. That's a, a very I did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, who does that? I think I just gave a play by play of a, a commercial. Of sadness. Yeah. Extreme sadness. All right, so we, we got two there, and uh, okay, I I know you're doing your limited fake Greg Cody here, but what whatever you're doing, let's. <laughs> are we good now? Yes. It, well, I mean, are 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 you, are you good? I mean, because we we can, we can go whenever you're ready. We're good. Well, you I just let me know. Okay, cool. Is it gacky? So that's two that's two. Three, two commercials for Capo. Yeah. You got two more? And and if not, I've I've got my my four ready to go. Mm-mm. All right. So the Coke Bears, that's number one. I, I think that's the first ballot Hall of Famer, number one with a bullet. Number two is gonna be the Hershey Kiss Bells, the the Carol the Bells. Yes. I, th- I think they've done that every single year since like the mid eighties. Uh, the reason they actually keep that same commercial is all of their holiday commercial budget for their advertising they use as bonuses for their employees. So they just want that run that one commercial throughout the holiday season and use that entire advertising budget as a bonus for their employees, which I think so is, is cool. kind of cool. Um, love Hershey. Love everything about Hershey. Visit Hershey Park. Never been there. You, oh, Your girls would go crazy. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, number three is the M&M Santas, so the little M&Ms, and Santa comes down. He does exist. Yeah. That one would be number three. And the number four is going to be the uh, Coronas uh, at Feliz Navidad, the old Christmas tree. Where they have the palm tree that gets lit up with the Christmas lights instead. I think they do the same kind of thing that Hershey's does where they run that one holiday commercial and then use their advertising budget as a bonus for everyone in the company. That's my list. Those are all great. Holiday commercials. They're fantastic. What's going on? The T-Mobile ones. The Smash Snowman is the best one. Heartbreaking. No way. No way. Glutton for punishment. Yeah. 
so here's here's a, a major topic of discussion that was happening uh, at work the past couple of days. Um, we were talking about holiday movies, and this is going to be that that classic is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, I obviously I haven't talked to you guys about this. I want to just get your your immediate reaction. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. I've always thought it was. Kappa, how about I you? I haven't seen it in 20 years, um, but my parents just said it was. So, Well, parents are never wrong, so mm-hmm. there you go. So there are people out there that are vehemently opposed to having this as, as a Christmas movie. Uh, it's, it's just an action film. It's, there's, there's nothing to do with Christmas. And to that, I say, do you think that Home Alone or Home Alone 2, for that matter, is a Christmas movie? I do. But the people who say Die Hard is not should also say Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are not Christmas movies. Correct. So, I, I think they are. Um because the whole point of them not being together is because of Christmas. And the only reason they even want to find the kid is because of Christmas. If it wasn't Christmas, they wouldn't be worried about him. Can I go on a, just a tangent for a second? I think I've... Ab- absolutely. Cool. So, Joe Pesci. How the hell does Joe Pesci not kill the little kid, but in all his other movies, he kills all these multiple men? He can't kill the kid. It's crazy. Because it's a family movie. You can't have the cute kid get murdered in a family movie. Well, that and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, his character in that movie had been to prison before. There are prison politics, right? You do anything to kids, you're the worst of the worst of the worst. So if he goes to prison for killing a kid, what's going to happen? I think that's running through the back of his mind. That's just my take on it. He's seen some things in prison probably, and he doesn't want any parts of that. He may have done some things in prison. Fair enough. Fair enough. So back to the argument of is Die Hard a Christmas movie? The people that say that it's not, that say that Home Alone is a Christmas movie, Home Alone 2 is a Christmas movie, what is the overarching premise of Die Hard? John McClane is heading back to California to be with his wife at her Christmas party to surprise her for Christmas. He's traversing the country to be with his family on Christmas. Christmas. What is the overarching idea or theme for Home Alone? The mother is flying across the globe to be with her son on Christmas. The fact that both of them fight terrorists and bad guys is just a side mission of the entire movie, of both movies, right? So right. Nakatomi Plaza, the John Hughes house in Illinois, that doesn't matter. What matters... Kevin's mom, Kevin's mom had to fight John Candy. She didn't have to fight John Candy. She just had to sit in the back of a, a U-Haul listening to polka music. She fought death. Yeah. So the fact that both of those have the exact same premise by transit property, one and two is three, two and one is three. Die Hard is without a doubt 
a Christmas movie. I rest my case. I'm turned. You got me. Yeah. I'm going to even go watch it. And you're 100% right, Beep. And the tie came off. Tie came off. <laughs> yeah, because that's how serious that conversation was. Deathly serious. Look. Yeah. So I have a holiday question then, speaking of holidays and things about holidays. And are you guys team eggnog or nah? Yes, oh, I, love I absolutely love eggnog. I start my eggnog drinking as soon as it becomes available in stores. So it's usually beginning to mid-November. Uh-huh. So far, since the first purchase this year, I have already... That, that, that's just, just put a 20 on the console. Right. At this like, point, just put 20 up. I'm there. just going to sign my check over to you guys when I get paid <laughs> on Friday. Where's my money? So far, since the first purchase, which was, I want to say, early November, I have already had and purchased 10 half gallons of eggnog. I love that. I love it. I haven't had that much, but I've definitely had my fair share. I love eggnog. Yeah. Capo. It's, it's basically two a week at this point. Only if it's mixed, clearly. Like I yeah. Guess. Oh, I like it either way. Yeah. It doesn't have to have alcohol in it for me to drink it. So what is the alcohol of choice for the eggnog? This is going to make me sound like trash. Um, Southern Comfort. Okay. I Not, like that, that. That would be my, my th- third choice. I was just going to say just whatever was available. Probably something <laughs> clear. Dark, See, dark liquor is some dark, dark times. Well, the the dark liquor it adds a more kind of smoky sense, or you know, a, a, a smoky taste to the eggnog. It it cuts through some of that sweetness, whereas I think some of the the, the clear ones, uh, you know, your rums, your vodkas, they still kind of are not cutting through the sweetness of the eggnog. So here is I want to say my favorite way to prepare the eggnog. You get. A gallon of eggnog, you, you put it in a punch bowl, large, large bowl. You get a half gallon of vanilla ice cream. You put that in the bowl and just let it simmer, right? You just kind of let it sit there. Th- th- this would be for like your, your big holiday gatherings, your ugly sweater parties. Uh, you want to get a good amount of bourbon, um, you know, a, a fifth, a good amount. And you pour that in the bowl. Then you also want to get your nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon, uh, and then you just kind of stir that all up together and just let that ice cream keep the eggnog cold, but it also adds a silky finish to your eggnog. I call that my booze nog, and it is it is the hit of every single holiday party that we have ever hosted. So It sounds amazing. Yeah. My work party is next Wednesday. I'm going to have to see if I can... Um, if that can be my contribution. Do it. Since I don't cook anyway and nobody would want it if I did, I usually like pre-order something yeah. and bring it. So maybe I could just bring that instead. And it'll be a hit. You you'll you will be the hero of your holiday party. You will be the John McClane, Yippie Kaye motherfucker of your holiday party. Perfect. Perfect. Is it fair to say that if we have punch at one of our events, it would be eggnog, correct? Like it would just yeah. be a big vat of eggnog. Yeah, I mean that's 
I'd be happy with that. Yeah. That's the way to go. Kappa, what about you? Do you have any uh, law picks that you want to talk about tonight? I know, well, since we did uh, Mount Rushmore, we, we didn't really have uh, four. How about we do uh, three of uh, your top three Christmas movies? You know, like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start. Like, for some reason last year, I fell in love with the Charlie Brown Christmas special movie. Classic. It was, so just, it was just so peaceful. Yeah, it's so sweet. It, yeah. It really, it, and I don't know why. So, like, I literally the other day in my car when I'm driving, and I just threw on the soundtrack to it. Literally no words. Just do, 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 do. I don't know. Yeah. We have the rights to any of that. We don't. We don't. You, you, but they, no one listens anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> My dad won't turn us in when he listens tomorrow. And then uh, Harold and Kumar, Christmas. I think I can't remember exactly how it's framed. It's, I know it's not Harold and Kumar Christmas. It's a very Harold and Kumar Christmas or something like that. But not being able to remember the title, kind of the point of watching the movie in the first place anyway. Um, I don't know. Probably something cheesy. Maybe Arnold, what was Arnold Schwarzenegger in years ago? Jingle All the Way. Uh, Jingle All the Way, yes. I don't know. I don't even remember any of the movie. just remember seeing it in theaters and it being just a fun time. So we'll just go with that. That's the top three. Perfect. Pam, what about you? Top, top three um, Christmas movies. Number three would be... Um, Oh, shoot. Help me. You'll shoot your eye out. Christmas story. Um, Christmas story. Thank you. That's number three. Um, number two Fragile. is... It's Italian. Um, number two is Christmas Vacation, which I oh. never get sick of watching and can watch year-round. I don't know, Margo. Well, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> I've Shout got out. kids screaming from the other room. I don't know, Margo. <laughs> Shout out Team Cat right there. Hey, Cat. You know, we, we just uh, started last year going and cutting our own tree down. Oh. Not like randomly off the side of the road. <laughs> off the GW to- Parkway, you just pull over. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, all time. Number one, hands down, um, because I'm a thousand years old, is Irving Berlin's White Christmas. Mm. I love it. Never okay. get tired of watching it. There it's you go. Wonderful. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Watch it's, it. It's like from the fifties, maybe forties, fifties. Yeah, it's it's supposed to have taken place at the very end of World War Two. Yeah. Um, I think it was made maybe within five or ten years after the war ending. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I can't give you a, a top three. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to give you a, a top five. I, I, I have to because there are two here that I just cannot leave out. Uh, so, so number five. And, you know, I'm going to go five, one, four, two, three. We'll, we'll just go that way. Number five mm-hmm. is It's a Wonderful Life. The ultimate classic Christmas movie it will never get old. Number one, yeah, five, five, one, four, two, three. Number one is going to be Elf. Yep, have ha- have to have it. Number four is is going to be a Christmas story. Uh, number two is Bad Santa. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. 
Bad Santa. Yeah, I I, I know you're, you're kicking yourself because you, you didn't have it in there. Number three, I'm going to go a little it. off the board uh, just because this is uh, also Mrs. Beeps. One of her favorite movies is Love Actually. Yes. Yeah. So ha- have to have it. Yeah. Fantastic. But how good is Bad Santa? He just it's so good. At the, he just yells at the kid over and over again, and the kid just stares at him with the same stare, shows no emotion. And like, I, my son wanted to watch it with my parents, so we're watching it uncut version with my parents and my sixteen-year-old son. So you imagine there's a lot of butt stuff jokes and it, oh man. I'm so glad my dad likes Bernie Mac. It was so much easier because anytime any of the awkward stuff come up, I could bring up Bernie Mac somehow. Like, oh, I love his comedy. It would age so well. <laughs> I don't know if it would. I don't know. I, I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to guess no. Yeah. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Post Post Game Show. Uh, joined tonight by Capo. Uh, we got Pam at Halloween Basic, and this is at Beep Count on Twitter. Thanks a lot for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.